0: If you gave me 40 acres just for myself, and I had 10 goblin turkeys, four or five big mature deer on it, a buffet from Golden Corral. Why
1: did you choose Golden Corral?
0: And all the water I, and whatever I wanted to drink there. I'm not leaving that place ever.
1: I would probably leave to eat something other than Golden Corral. Well, I'm, but just, sure. I'm just saying.
0: What? <laughs> I mean, why would you ever leave?
1: You wouldn't. He just hung me up on the Golden Corral. Thing. I've seen Facebook videos, man. That food's <laughs> disgusting.
0: I don't like it either. This is the it, first thing that popped in my mind. <laughs> I'm
1: concerned, man. Here we go, Three, two, one. boom Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast This episode is going to be expedited at a rather quick, quick rate Because we are recording this Today is Monday, August the 3rd at 11.45am uh, We got through my hiccup of the morning
0: <laughs> This is the second recording expedited today
1: <laughs> The first one didn't go get expedited
0: <laughs> Nice going, Lake
1: Jordan and I uh pretty much recorded a full episode and then i realized that i did not have the audio routed the way i need to so the whole episode if we put it out for y'all to listen to it would, have sounded, like, it would have sounded like this the entire time we can't have that yeah well you got are you excited about talking again <laughs> i guess so <laughs>
0: I ain't gonna. it ain't gonna i don't it may be good it maybe be better it be worse than the first time we'll see ain't nobody else gonna ever know
1: yeah to all everyone that knows it's gonna be way better it's gonna be way better <laughs> so we try it again we do it again it makes it better i would love that you know
0: <laughs> are you recording on the right format now
1: yes it is in the right format It is in the right format i'll check hang on pause all right yeah this one's recording the right way i just double checked
0: you learn how to do all that at your podcast school. I
1: didn't have no podcast school, man. <laughs> they look, to the, if you go back and if you go back and listen to some of the first episodes we did, there's some there's some ones that they're they're tough to listen to. Oh,
0: I know. We had that one mic you had to go back and forth, which would not be kosher with Corona time.
1: Kosher, it would not be kosher at all. Like when we started this podcast, there was a singular mic on a stand, and it would be like me, Jordan, and Troy all leaned around that thing. It would look like we was a like Spitting
0: tr- spittin all over each other's with, face.
1: Yeah, we look like a trio singing in like the <laughs> Opry or something.
0: <laughs> hey, look, sorrow. Look like a Soggy Bottom Boys. The Soggy Bottom can.
1: Boys. Hi. Anyhow. So, yeah, no, we're rolling good now, ready to go. Let's talk first about what's going on, what we got going on at Primo's. Because, you know, we always try to keep it exciting for everybody. We got a pile of stuff in to happen this fall. Yeah, we do. Uh, starting first and foremost, today is Monday. Tomorrow being Tuesday, August the fourth, there will be airing the first deer episode for the new outdoor channel shows. Yeah.
0: Go check it out tomorrow night at six PM Central Time.
1: Welcome back 7, to
0: seven PM
1: Eastern Time. Yeah. So if we haven't hit on it before, I know today is Monday and so but our biggest Airing time per se, the biggest viewing time was always Sunday evenings. So we still air on Sunday evenings, but we're an hour later.
0: Yep, we got pushed back an hour, so we're now at nine thirty Central Time and yeah. ten thirty Eastern Time.
1: Yeah, we used to be eight thirty Central, but we're not anymore. <laughs> Why are you talking in that voice when you do that?
0: That's my radio voice.
1: Yeah, you So yeah, Sundays at nine thirty Central, ten thirty Eastern, is our time slot now if you've missed it so yeah episodes start on outdoor channel and then also tomorrow being tuesday uh tuesday we will have an episode coming up on youtube yep yeah
0: i don't know what it is i know uh it'd be probably something cotton mouth yeah the la- i think uh, last one i saw it popped up was your toast mr <laughs> <laughs> toasted was that the last one i don't know
1: so here. Here's what Jordan's referring to. If y'all haven't so if you haven't checked out the episodes on YouTube, I I I would be willing to bet most of the people that listen to this podcast are watching the episodes on YouTube because we talk that's who we hear from all the time is when are the episodes on YouTube coming out? Which I would hope so. It's free and you can get to it easy. Which yeah, don't stop asking us about that. We love that y'all are excited about them. That's why we do it. So, um yeah, and what Jordan is referring to when he says the Toastum episode is so that year I was, I was, me and Jordan were hunting a particular deer uh, that we called Devilance. And to, uh, hang on, I'm gonna back up. Oh. There, there's a reason why it was called the Toasted Deer. So, the that prior elk season, I believe it was, I had shot my first elk with my bow, right? Smoking. Okay, I was getting to that. You, let me tell Jordan. Let me tell my story. Just let me tell my story. It's my okay. story too. I was there. Let me do it. Okay, just let me, just let me, just let me do it. Okay, so <laughs> so Pre- proceed, sir. So, every everyone we've talked about before when we when we have a show on Outdoor Channel we have twenty two minutes of content time and some twenty two minutes and some change. Mm-hmm. So you are never ever able to.
0: <sighs> I got an email.
1: Unprofessional, and you're never able to fit all the content that you want to fit in twenty two minutes. It's impossible. You spend a week. Elk hunting, you and you got to condense that to twenty two minutes. So there's stuff that's not going to make it in, right?
0: Right, I I I see where you're saying.
1: So usually when you hear us talk about that, because we talked about it before, is we're talking about stuff that people would really want to see, like a you know a, a giant bull elk that we almost got, or a deer, or a, a miss, or a close call. Well, in this particular instance. They had to cut some out of my hunt because, so, I, you know, it was the first elk with my bow, and he comes in, I shoot him, and he runs off, and then I had a full-scale come apart. Yes, you did. So, I mean, everyone, here's what I've learned in doing this, is when someone's hunting, when the moment of truth, per se, when the when the moment's going down, when the elk's coming, the deer's coming, the turkey, whatever, everyone reacts a different way. Mm-hmm. you have some people that like start to lose it when it's happening I mean like the Elks coming in and you you can just see them they start shaking the the arrow starts rattling in their rest you know that's me It happens it happens and you just kind of just pray and hope that you can keep it together enough f- to get the shot off and then you have some folks man that they're like cool hand loop through the whole process And then, like me in particular, I've always been this way. I don't know why. I guess it's just the way the Lord made me. I usually hold it together pretty good when it's happening. But then as soon as I release arrow, pull trigger, I fall apart. (laughs) Like that Post Malone song.
0: It's it's all that adrenaline built
1: up, and it just erupts. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah, smoke! It sounded something like that. So what
0: <laughs> you started on your knees and then you put your hands above your head like you were, I don't know, and then you fell on your back and started wallowing around. And the whole time you're going, I smoked him. I smoked him. I smoked him. I smoked him.
1: They get it. They get it. So uh, the entire clip, I th- think I think they had to cut six minutes out of my reaction. <laughs> Of me saying, I, I said, I don't know how many times I said I smoked him, but I said it a lot of times. And
0: then, like, as soon as you regain your balance, you go to hugging everybody. I get excited, And still saying you smoked
1: him. <laughs> come over, Jordan, give me a hug. Did you see that? I smoked him. I smoked him. I smoked him. I smoked him. Yeah. So, yeah, they had to cut all that out because I was, just, I think I blacked out for a little bit. <laughs> I just I lost it, man. Just full scale come apart. Just lost it. So, yeah, that kind of stuff. It just has to get cut out. What were we talking about? How did we get on that? Toasted. Oh, so we're hunting that deer, but prior to me shooting that deer or any other deer, they were all giving me flack about saying smoked it so many times. And they were like, Lake, our challenge to you is whatever you shoot next, you are not allowed to use the term smoked him. <laughs> so I called a little bit of an audible, Omaha, Omaha, and I went with toasted him. <laughs> I didn't say toasted him as many times as I said during that elk hunt, though.
0: No, you didn't. You only said it about 20.
1: Yeah, well, it's significantly less. I was in the triple digits <laughs> on that elk. I can't help it, man. I get excited.
0: Oh, but Anyway, that that episode's on YouTube right now. The old, old toasted buck. I think it's called Delta Donkeys.
1: Delta Donkey. And so there will be a new episode uploaded tomorrow. Yep. Nice. I'm, I'm honestly not certain which one it will be, but it will be a deer episode. I'm quite certain of that. And free to the public on YouTube. And then you've got Primos.com. Yeah. you got all the the good stuff coming on. We've got stuff on Primos.com right now. We we're uploading pretty real-time content from turkey season. That's up there now. And we're about to start start uploading new stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. We think it's going to be on. We ain't real sure exactly where it's going to be located at. Ooh. We, for the most part.
1: I didn't know you was going to drop that kind of a clue on this episode. Well,
0: I mean, it's just breadcrumbs. You know, you got... Just be, just hang out. Whoever wants to be interested in watching some fresh content, it'll be around somewhere.
1: So, I'll, gi- I'll give this. There has been, th- you said it earlier. You said the people have talked, and we've been listening. Yep. There's been some stuff. I haven't, I, I, I honestly, I didn't know we were going to talk about this per se, but it's all right. We'll leave some clues.
0: We are here for the people that are listening to this. We are not here just to hear me and you talk. We're trying to give... Whatever knowledge with it, we can, me and you can muster between our two brain cells Which to isn't give a lot. people. And uh, we've been listening.
1: Yeah. And I will say, as as referring to this new content, that that's what I'll say about for now. I am more excited about this than I have been anything we've done in a while.
0: Very excited. About very
1: excited. About it. So yeah, look look for that. We'll probably let's, drop let's some more.
0: Let's leave it at that for right now. Yeah. We're very excited about what's going to happen. Yeah. Y'all can guess what it is until it happens. See if you're right or wrong.
1: Yeah, but it'll it'll be on the forefront in the near future. Um, so yeah, Outdoor Channel, YouTube, Primos dot com, new stuff that we're dropping clues about, and I think that's it as far as n- new stuff going on.
0: Yeah, well, that's, I mean, we leave in three and a half weeks going elk hunting, so uh, the fall is approaching very fast.
1: It is approaching very fast.
0: Oh, uh, dove season's coming up.
1: I always look forward to dove season. You can't dove hunt this year.
0: First time in I don't know how many years that I will not be attending our annual dove hunt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it is what it is.
1: Yeah, got, that upsets uh, me.
0: Got more important engagements with family and being with my wife and kid, and I'm just going to have to miss dove hunting this o- year.
1: We will send you some pictures.
0: Uh, hopefully, I'll be catching some pompano. Instead of shooting doves. It's a close second.
1: Mm -hmm. If you say so. Man. You're popular today. So, yeah, with it being that close to the fall, like we said, it's about to be, like, go time as far as we're going to have to stop, like, engaging in so many summertime activities. Like, Jordan and myself went fishing this past weekend.
0: I fished more this summer than I have in the
1: last three years. As have I. And let me tell you, I outfished Jordan so badly that I felt bad for him. I, I wanted to know if I needed to just set my rod down and and let him catch up. I think I'm having a stroke. That's what happened. <coughs> that is, that is what happened.
0: I'm glad we got a, a lightning rod on this roof. Why you'd be struck down right now?
1: I caught more fish than you. In, when? In was I there? Yes, you were there.
0: Are you sure? You just didn't imagine I was there and you okay. caught two.
1: Okay. Here's here. I, I've never. We'll talk about this fishing thing a little bit Because I think it needs to be talked about I'm sure a solid 90-something percent Of the folks that listen to this podcast Are also fishermen So if I've ever asked for feedback on a podcast
0: I'm a catcher, I'm not a fisherman Whatever you catch them
1: <laughs> Anyhow, this is what I want feedback on One, I just get into the boat Because I want to go fishing That's all I want to do And then like, I'm just trying to have a relaxing afternoon, enjoying my time on the water, catching some fish, and then first fish gets caught in the afternoon. Jordan, whoom pulls up into the boat, and nice little bass. And Jordan's like, man, I'm already ahead of you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, oh, I'm going to win. And I'm like, win what?
0: What are you going to win? Let's do a poll. Whoever listened to this podcast, please, how, 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 can, they, how can we get a, a generalized audience on a poll on this that – when you go fishing with a buddy in a pond or in a lake, wherever, we're high-fence fishing in a pond. I don't
1: know what that means.
0: Well, I mean, I've, I've been criticized for pond fishing before. I don't know why, because I catch fish when I go there, and that's what I go fishing Is for. Is that
1: a pond? I mean, it's a pretty sizable body of water. I mean,
0: it's like 30 acres, so it's not a it's not a reservoir or nothing like that. But, uh, I mean, I guess it's considered a lake. Mm-hmm. But it takes little to no skill to catch fish in there.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: You, I mean, we can both agree with that. Yeah. You, you can throw, as uh, long as you got a dark colored worm and a hook and a weight, you can catch a fish. Yeah. You ain't got to find no humps or nothing, no structures. You just catch them off the side of the bank.
1: Dude, I'm lost on that. When people start doing that open water yeah. stuff, that's a whole different crafting. And, and I mean, I'm no Kevin Van Bam. I, these,
0: these guys that catch these fish in 20 foot of water on crankbaits and stuff, and they know exactly where throwing to throw into in the middle of a thousand acre lake or whatever.
1: Good for you <laughs> dude, dude, Someone would have to Position me and say Cast that way Yeah like, I wouldn't have a clue Yeah Ain't
0: no doubt I can't do it But anyway I like to go I, I just I prefer Pond and lake fishing Because I'm going to Fill my cooler up If I want to And if not I'm still going to Catch some
1: said, Them guys are better Than me If they, I mean like I just like catching fish Where they're available To catch Yeah and that's what we were doing And, and so I my, kicked your butt No you didn't Okay maybe you did But still th- Here's the feedback I want the term front boating is big in this conversation because that's what was happening to me.
0: Yeah, I was in the front of the boat,
1: and you were front boating me. All right, okay, so we're I'm fishin-
0: totally lost. Yeah, you back boated me.
1: No, that's not even a thing. It is now. No, it's not.
0: You back boated me.
1: No, I was being I was at the at the at the mercy of being back boated. So, what position I got stuck in. Someone who's in the whoever's in the front of the boat is supposed to have the courtesy to make the casting lure presentation opportunity as equal as they possibly can.
0: Your name is Lake. You're supposed to be superior than me.
1: <sighs> We've been over this.
0: You should be able to cast over my head, between my legs, whatever to catch a fish.
1: My father named me that because he was and is an accomplished bass fisherman and is still better at doing bass fishing than I am.
0: Well, I mean brinley probably is too
1: What is does that have anyhow <laughs> it's front boating so we pull up to a piece of structure right like this is a fallen over treetop and anybody knows just about if you if you're trying to catch a bass that's usually a good spot to try it right and so jordan's over there just ripping them out of the water and he has the front of the boat Is facing the structure like I'm having to lean around like my torso's contorted over like to 90 degrees, and I'm having to like reach my arm way out and just give everything I can to this cast just to get my lure into the structure. Hey,
0: you know we filmed this, right? Yeah. Okay. People
1: are gonna see the front boat and they're
0: gonna see you're lying your butt off. Oh, I'm not.
1: Yeah. No, I am not. Like front boating was occurring. Y'all
0: pay attention if we, ever, if we ever put this video up. We may put some snippets on our social.
1: Gave me the wrong hook. Gave me the uh, wrong everything. If Kept y'all
0: watch, make make sure to pay attention how many times Lake is casting around me.
1: Every time.
0: Y'all just y'all pay attention to that, okay? I'll just leave it at that. Every time. Anyway, I kicked his butt and caught some
1: big fish. This is not a kick butt. You very closely edged me out, which is impressive seeing as the disadvantages I was presented with.
0: I caught like 20, you caught like
1: 8. You caught maybe 13. Now I caught like 12.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Okay, maybe 8.
0: <laughs> that's what we've been doing. And we one got,
1: of those 13 was a catfish. That doesn't count. A
0: flathead or a mudcat, whatever that thing was, on an artificial lure is impressive.
1: I didn't say it wasn't impressive. I just said it didn't count. There ought to be deductions for front boat. Any, anyhow, whatever. So, fishing... Eh, whatever. Um,
0: I will cut half of what I caught out in the competition. I still win.
1: No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Thirteen divided by two. I caught like sixteen or eighteen or twenty. I caught more than six and a half fish. You did not catch twenty. Well,
0: Mm. I have to add it up and see.
1: Not catch twenty. So yeah, we'll have to like as soon as it gets closer to. We're getting getting closer to fall. We got to start probably putting behind us some of those. Fishing activities and start doing some stuff to get ready. You mm-hmm. know, so the other day, here's a funny story. I had to stay, I had to stay home uh... one day last week, and I was working, and uh... I was like, "Man, come about lunchtime, I'm gonna eat lunch, and then I'm gonna take a break from looking at this computer, and I'm gonna go bush hog some of the food plots because they need to be bush hog." I'm
0: glad you finally said to work. <sighs>
1: ignoring that comment and moving forward in this co- in this podcast um so get in the tractor and look i like I, said, I don't ever try to be someone i'm not right so like i can operate a tractor i've done that
0: you tried to be a fisherman
1: okay um ignoring that comment <laughs> as well and moving forward <laughs> in this podcast and uh so i get in the tractor and i i've like i said i've operated a tractor before i'm never going to claim to be an expert but As we've alluded to before, this new place that we're hunting on is not flatland like Cottonmouth was. It's got some ridges, some hills, some hollers. It's definitely got some topography to Mm -hmm. it, per se. And I had not thought about that being as big of a factor when operating a tractor. So I hop on that tractor, fire it up. I'm heading along. And then to get to this food plot, I have to go down a big hill and then back up this steep hill. And I'm just, you know, just chugging along. Got the radio turned on in there. It doesn't have it's not high tech enough where I can hook my phone to it, so you gotta rely on uh radio station so it's got some classic rock like I'm listening to Journey, Don't Stop Believing and fist pumping in there, don't stop believing. Anyhow, the uh road comes to a T. This you know, this road and I've got the tractor in the bush hard right just eating along and I've got to take a left. Well, I cut my wheels to the left and the tractor don't go left just keeps going straight and I'm like you, I mean you know me like I, I'm usually pretty animated when it comes to my facial expressions I can only imagine what the look on my face was like I was like what is it why, why is it why is it not turning And I'm just glad you're still alive I didn't break anything I know I was proud of you So, but I I cut my wheels to the left traction not turning I look and my front wheels are off the ground
0: <laughs> i have to put some water in front of that bad boy I, had, uh,
1: I mean I had bush hogged around, uh, around the house you know and had had zero issues, yeah. With turning the tractor left, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what's going on? <laughs> but I looked, and I was like, and it took me a second to realize. I was like, what's going on here? And I see them things were up off the ground. I figured it out though. Yeah, took me a little bit. We're
0: going to have to get some water in them front tires, going up and down them hill, hills and hollers. Now
1: I said nothing. I did not hit anything. Did not break anything. It was just a little bit of point of uh oh. What am I gonna do now? Because <laughs> in that road, tees and it's just trees, and it goes back down into a bottom. I'm like this could end up really bad if this thing don't turn. <laughs> just stop. That's, that was that was the uh, the final. That was like the yeah, like it's just gonna stop.
0: Yeah, if any of y'all are out there running a the tractor and get in a hairy situation, just keep this in mind. Don't do anything fast and if you're getting a bind just stop
1: yeah don't freak out and hit the gas yeah and like, luckily i did not that could have ended poorly <laughs> like i said I, I, I don't i mean I've, i have i i know how to operate a tractor but i like there's like those guys like I, we talked to several guys listening to this podcast they're like living in the delta farming all their life i promise you they know they, they're probably oh, yeah. cackling listening to this story like this idiot you know but like i said <laughs> i ain't I ain't no expert. I know just enough to be dangerous. We're
0: weekend warriors.
1: Sometime to myself, be dangerous to myself. But it it works out.
0: We run tractors about six weekends a year. Mm -hmm. That's about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I did get that food plot bush hauled.
0: Good. I'm proud of you. Glad you finally
1: did something. I'm proud of me, too. But in reference to, you know, getting closer to deer season, and we, we honestly, like, we're about to, like, have to not be in this office so much and spend some time out there,
0: yeah when, we're we're going to have to if we want to have any chance of killing some deer,
1: yeah, so one of the com one of the topics I guess you'd say that that show up a lot is when getting ready for deer season obviously there's a lot of times there's food plots involved, there's tractor work involved um we talk a lot about trail cameras mm-hmm. because even even if even if you're hunting a small place, even if you're hunting a place that doesn't belong to you, you just got permission to it, um trail cameras are are something you're probably gonna be using or gonna wanna be using.
0: They are very worth the investment if you're plant, if you're trying to pattern a mature deer and kill a mature deer.
1: And yeah,
0: sure. You can go hunting, and you know during the rut, depending on where you live at, and have a dang good chance of killing a good deer if you hunt enough days or whatever during the rut when they're actually moving around. But right. trail cameras are huge trying to kill one early bow season.
1: Yeah, and and so what I've seen become more popular is so pretty much everyone if they've got trail cameras, obviously they run them during season, mm-hmm. but. And it's not like reinventing the wheel here. Like Running trail cams preseason is not a newfound idea. I'm not acting like it is. But what I've seen just from the people that I've talked to that have reached out to me is you're starting to see more and more people do that, not just run them in the season use them as like a pre-season tool
0: yeah i'm seeing a lot of people starting june july starting to figure out you know what what kind of deer they have they call it you know taking inventory Mm -hmm. hashtag buckarama or whatever it is
1: (laughs) (laughs) buckarama
0: but uh i mean yeah they're in the earth i mean if you're trying to pop you one that first couple weeks of season they're they're definitely key
1: yeah yeah ain't no doubt and so that's kind of what i wanted to talk about because we can talk about it here because like i said this is new for us where we're you, where you where we were talking about hunting at cottonmouth obviously we ran trail cameras preseason, but we kind of got we'd hunted the place for so long we kind of knew where to start yeah you know so it was here we don't you know, right off the bat you know we might have some ideas and so i wanted to talk about Where do you start? You know, if if I'm gonna take, if I've got some trail cameras, if I've got a trail camera, and I'm like, I want to get an idea of what's here, Mm -hmm. what 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 am I gonna do?
0: Uh, for me, first thing I'm gonna do, depending on what state I'm in, I mean, the easiest thing to do is go find, you know, some good decent trails or whatever that are active during the summertime. By that, you can, you know, if it ain't too dry, you can see fresh tracks in the dirt or Mm -hmm. whatever, and Mm If it's legal, man, just, uh, you know, pour a bag of corn or something out, and that's the fastest way to get results from it. Yeah. But, like, here in Mississippi, uh, you can't pour feed on the ground because of CWD laws, and it needs to be in a spin cast feeder and a trough. The last time I
1: looked. I think that, yeah, I think the feeder or trough law still applies during, like, out of season. I think yeah. that's still the law. You,
0: whoever's listening to this and. I mean, you just need to read up on your laws, what's legal and not legal. Don't break any laws. They're there for a reason. That's protect the wildlife. You got to keep that in your mind. You know, yeah. they're not there to make it harder for you to hunt or anything like that. They're there to protect the wildlife. That's the only reason there are game laws. Teddy, yeah. Ro- Teddy Roosevelt's the one that started all that, you yeah. know.
1: So, yeah, definitely don't go, Lake and Jordan told me to pour a bag of corn out and put my camera out. Yeah. You may be able to do that and it'd be perfectly legal. Yeah. Like, go get you some corn, go get you a bag of takeout feed, put it out and get some pictures if that's legal in your state mm-hmm. but go check your game laws first but that's definitely a a very very good way to get started
0: yeah uh, interesting fact i think uh cy coley shared it yesterday on facebook i'm friends with him on there and it was a uh, a stipulation with the bnc uh boone and crockett registry form with trail cameras it said uh so it was. I'd have to go back and read it now, but it was some huh. kind of. If you took a deer that was eligible for a record book and you were using a cell cam, that he may not be eligible. Really? Yeah. So. Really. Hmm. Wonder why that is. I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that law. But size so shared. I thought it was interesting. You know.
1: So. Is it like a past law or like something they're looking at?
0: No, I think it was. It's not a law. It's a regulation for. Well, yeah, basically entering. not a law. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that was pretty neat. Um, it's
1: interesting. Yeah,
0: it said you had to physically remove an SD card from a camera to be eligible to submit your deer or something.
1: So someone, so someone shoots a true 200-inch deer. Yeah, and they use a the cell cam. It's not eligible for Boone and Crockett. I
0: think as, I mean don't quote me on this. I have to look that up. I think that's what I uh, think that's what it said. But huh. that was that was interesting. You that know, it is interesting. Not that it matters to me. I won't. I'll never kill a deer that big to even think about <laughs> submitting it in the BNC. Yeah. But anyway, but you know, going back to trail cam and placement and whatnot. Uh, if you can't do the corn thing and all that, I mean, that's guaranteed instant results. You know. Yeah. Like anybody can go do that but trying to find that transition area where deer are crossing and cruising and feeding deer are slaves to their stomach all Mm -hmm. times of year talking about bucks besides that three or four week period when they're chasing Mm -hmm. does other than that they are food heavy driven yep and uh I mean, just find what your deer are keying in on your place. You may not have soybean fields or ag fields that you know you can. That's an easy bet that there's deer coming there. But you do have browse lines, and deer are very keying in on native browse. They even are keying in on that when you do have access to soybeans and whatever other summer crop that deer eat.
1: Yeah,
0: you know the native browse is probably one of the most overlooked food.
1: Sure. options
0: for early season especially during the summer finding putting cameras out in my lot, opinion
1: a lot of times them them older deer like you were talking about may just be using that native stuff and not even touching like a if they, bean field i
0: mean it's unreal some of the some I, i'm not a biologist i'm not a herbologist whatever they call that a plant zoologist i don't
1: know man i ain't gonna start uh, yeah i know what you're talking about but i I do know
0: like in mississippi a lot of our native plants they they have just as high protein qualities and you know everything a deer needs is say a soybean so it's just a matter of learning that and figuring out what those deer are keying in on at certain times of year and you can once you learn that you can use that to better your odds of getting a picture of that big deer in a hurry one thing
1: that helped me I guess just from a, a mindset standpoint of trying to figure out what I needed to do is, you learn that deer, it, there there is a rhyme and a reason to everything that they do.
0: A slave to their stomach.
1: They said they're <laughs> not like a, a deer is not just gonna do something just for the sake of it like yeah. a human would do. You know what I mean? Like there is a reason for everything that they do. So when,
0: when you see a deer crossing a paved road, he's crossing that
1: road for a reason. When so when we talk about You hear, we've said it in shows, deer shows that are coming up this fall, I'm sure we'll say it this deer season, you know, in the early season, like, man, these older deer are just not moving very much, or these deer overall are just not moving very much. There's a rhyme and a reason for that.
0: And something else, if it's legal in your state, that is very beneficial, it has been for us in the past, is using mineral sites. Yep. I mean, it's a little late in the year right now to get that established, but you can go ahead and start it. You may not have much luck with it this fall. But next year, when it comes time to put those cameras out, you go back to the spots you started, and they will be wallered
1: out. There was a... The one that comes to my mind is, you remember the, the old tree stump at By the Chances Food Plot? Yeah. It was like an old fallen down tree, and there was just this, you know, tore off piece of a stump left.
0: Yeah, we started that in uh, July of 2017. Yeah. And uh, they really used it pretty fast because we... We had the options. We put a little corn out to get them to it. Yeah. It was in Arkansas. It was legal there. And uh, uh, that first year, we got, I mean, we had steady pictures on it, but that second year, it was unbelievable. It
1: was like a hot spot for getting pictures of bucks. It was. And I can remember, like, Brad shot a nine point in the coyote patch. Mm -hmm. And I remember we shot the deer. And Brad was like, do we have any picture of this deer? And I just remember looking at him, and I was like, I have seen that deer before. I, I couldn't put my finger on it. And I think it was like on the ride back to the skinning Shed, I was going through my pictures on my phone, and I found we had one picture of that buck at that Chance's Mineral lit. Yeah,
0: and where he killed him at wasn't that far away, but Mm-mm. it's far enough where a mature deer like that may be out of his everyday strut zone yeah you know I call it's just another the one. zone yeah the roosting area because i mean a lot their deer deer are different just like people but a lot of them i would say probably the majority of them in summertime they don't move far no at all and you know he may if he's got everything he needs in a 100 acre uh, circle or a, you know a hundred yard circle he may not move out of that circle all day for you know, the whole month of July.
1: There's a rhyme and a reason for everything. I remember last year it was especially tough because of the river and it fell down and then there was cover and native browse everywhere.
0: Uh, Take this and for instance, if you gave me 40 acres just for myself and I had 10 goblin turkeys, 4 or 5 big mature deer on it, a buffet from Golden Corral,
1: why did you choose golden
0: corral and all the water uh, and whatever i want to drink there i'm not leaving that place ever
1: i would probably leave to eat something other than golden corral well, but i'm just sure.
0: i'm just saying <laughs> making an example how how a, how a big deer works you know if he's got all those deals he's not leaving uh, why would you leave you know say uh your f- f- food example if uh if you had just an endless supply of whatever you wanted there.
1: Just an endless supply of red lobster cheese biscuits. Yeah.
0: I mean, why would you ever leave there and you had goblin turkeys and big deer to hunt?
1: And cargo shorts to put them in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? A, I mean, why would you ever leave?
1: You wouldn't. He just hung me up on the Golden Corral <laughs> I've seen Facebook videos, man. That food's <laughs> disgusting.
0: I don't like it either. is the first thing that popped in my mind.
1: <laughs> I'm concerned, man. First thing that comes to your head is the Golden Corral buffet. I was just thinking
0: about buffet, you right. know. Like, different options, Like,
1: man, of all the buffets you could have chose, you ended up on the Golden Corral. A five
0: star Golden Corral.
1: I don't think those exist, but in in this in this a hypothetical, Mama, Mama Hamels. There we go. If you put a Mama Hamels on a forty, I might not leave even even if there isn't any turkeys to hunt. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> there you go. That's that is that is my philosophy on what deer do in the summertime.
1: He's not. I remember Brad and I were hunting in the secret bottom during that time. And we had been there, like, we're probably an hour and a half into our hunt. And all of a sudden, there was two does just stood up. Mm-hmm. And they were probably t- just touch over 100 yards away. They stood up, fed around a little bit. I mean, they didn't move 20 yards. Yeah. They didn't move 20 yards. And we were watching them probably about 30 minutes. And they, you know what they did? Laid back down. They laid back down. Yep. And Brad went, that's why we're having trouble seeing deer. I mean, it's point point proven right there that's that's what they do and so it can be difficult but my thing is is just because this is how i any success i ever have you just can't be afraid of trial and error yeah like if you put a camera out and you don't get anything don't go well i just i I can't figure this out and then stop
0: i mean it's just like it's like building a blueprint to a house for that deer you got to figure out where his bedroom is figure out you know where his kitchen is figure out where his bathroom is mm-hmm. i mean all that plays in the part of figuring that deer out and it may uh, that particular deer you know he may not change his whole life yeah if you figure that one deer out at a young age and he may not ever change and then again he may leave and never come back
1: you just don't know yeah but you just gotta you, you get out there and you learn to key in on stuff like trails browse Mass trees, your your food sources, like you're talking about, mm-hmm. bedding areas, and
0: those trails, they are not just a trail for a random reason. He's going and coming from somewhere.
1: Yep, yep. So they yeah. like said there's a rhyme and a reason to everything that they do, mm-hmm. and that that's the key to figuring that out. Oh man, we've been going 34 minutes already. Yep, I think we about covered this one. So yeah, to wrap up, like I said, we're about to. About to start spending a lot more time out there. We're at the point where we have to. <laughs> We're gonna be yeah. behind the we behind a, eight ball.
0: We got we got a lot of work to do. You got to start cl- trimming roads, and I gotta get on tractor.
1: Why can't I get on tractor?
0: Cause you just said you almost wrecked it.
1: I didn't though. That's the key. that is the, the key <laughs> takeaway is not that I almost wrecked it. The key takeaway is that I didn't.
0: I'm going to Lowe's today to buy you a little portable electric saw. What am I gonna do with that? You gonna trim roads?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't much like you. Oh, I know one thing I've got to mention before we close this one out. I'm Uber excited. Overjoyed actually. You're
0: getting on an Uber and you're excited.
1: I would be if I got on an Uber, maybe. Um so the podcast has a very special guest coming in the near future. Like I'm gonna try to make it happen this month before we leave for elk season.
0: You've already got me on here.
1: That's not who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> That's not who I'm talking about. JK. Uncle Ted. The man, all right, the myth, the legend, Ted Nugent himself. He
0: uh has a man full of factual information for sure, and he get the the way he can spout off just facts about stuff. He's smart man. Oh, dude's incredible.
1: And we, I've uh, probably I get asked for him a lot. Like what you need to have going to talk about whatever he feels like talking. Ted, okay. uh, If you've Uncle Ted's one of those guys. That you just kind of let him go yeah. and say what he wants to stay, say, because I mean, you know, I'm just going to be happy to have a conversation with him. Him and him and Jimmy were doing some kind of Zoom thing this morning. And I stuck my head in there like a true fanboy, and was like, "Hey, Uncle Ted, would you maybe <laughs> want to come on our podcast? It would be really cool." You know? Yeah, I want to make good one. But he's, I mean, he's super nice guy. Like right. honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm embellishing a little bit. He was like, "Oh, hey," he's like, "Lake, yeah, I would love to. You know, get with, you know, we'll set it up, no problem." He's a great guy. That's, I,
0: that's good. That might be a two parter as much uh, stuff as he got to say.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. So guys, we'll wrap this one up. Uh, look for all those things that we talked about, uh, the outdoor channel shows, the YouTube, primos.com, the exciting new content that we hinted about, um, try to get Uncle Ted on here as quickly as we can. And that'll be it for today. As always, thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.